Hello, this is Thomas James. I'm a author. I've published two books under the pen name Timothy Jameson, not Timothy, and Jameson with an I, not an E. And the titles are Quotes and Antidotes and Happiness Apply Now. They're both available on Amazon. Uh, if you want more context on those books, listen to Podcast One. Today I'm going to be talking about some stuff that's related to things that were early in early in my career uh, at Intel. I've been unemployed since 2019, uh, early 2019. I wrote two books, and I've, I've got about 60 to 70,000 words in a in the third manuscript. And I decided, in my third manuscript there, I was mainly doing storytelling about my time since losing my job. And I felt, you know, I think this format, you know, podcast would be better than than trying to edit and, and organize, uh, you know, 70,000 words of stories that I didn't write in sequential order or chronological order. So that, that's why I'm here. Hope you enjoy them, and uh, I'm glad you're listening. Today I'm going to talk about uh, something that, that happened with respect to the... Uh, the anniversary of the bombing of Hiroshima, which um, hadn't, you know, I wasn't alive then. I, I didn't, I didn't know a ton about it. Um, I knew the name of the plane. I knew the name of the project. But um, what happened yesterday was I went home, and there was a there was a program on PBS. It was an interview by David Rubenstein. And I've seen a ton of interviews by this guy. Um, a lot of them were on Bloomberg. Uh, I saw him interview Tim Cook. I saw him interview uh, Greenspan. I saw him interview Justice Kennedy. Uh, it really, really, really good interviews. Uh, the one yesterday was he was interviewing an author. I don't know the author, author's name. But the author had written extensively about uh, World War II and, and at least this interview, the, the portion I caught was about uh, the, the Pacific theater and kind of the steps that occurred you know, to getting, uh, to ending the war. Uh, so I said, you know what? I have something that, that, that reminds me of something that happened to me that was very moving, and I'm, I'm going to talk about it. So I used to travel to... Japan, I mean, there were different jobs at different places I traveled, but I used to travel to Japan, to Taiwan, to uh, to China, um, to, you know, to Korea, and it depended on, you know, who were, what customers we were visiting. Usually, you, you took two of the, two of the four common, uh, countries and you'd visit those customers on, on, a, on a particular trip uh, and one time I, w- I was in Japan and we hadn't been to Hiroshima before and so normally when we're tr- when we were traveling to these any foreign country you, you weren't going to stay in less you know like a normal ho- a less expensive hotel you were going to stay in one of the, a very nice hotel it didn't matter but this when we get to Hiroshima they're like we get into this hotel, and it was fine. I mean, I don't have any problem, no matter how big the room is. 
But this room was the size of like a cruise ship room. It was tiny. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And so as fate, <laughs> as fate had it, you know, I went, we didn't have a meeting until late in the day. So we were free to do anything we wanted, you know, in the, in the morning. So I, I don't think we had to meet out, meet in the lobby of the hotel until like one o'clock. So I'm like, Hey, I'm in Hiroshima. I'm going to, I'm going to ask about the memorial, um, you know, with respect to the, to the bombing, you know, in 1945. So I think I had a map or I looked it up on my phone. Anyway, I walked there and what's, it's, it's, incredibly crowded there's monks there with drums and they're in there they're doing chants and stuff um there's protests um there's news cameras and there's a there's people in uh like police ready for a riot like they're they have a, a water cannon you know vehicle and they're they're you know they're getting ready they're assembling and i just i was I was like, what's, why is, is it always like this? And, you know, it was, I felt a little embarrassed, but eventually someone said, it's the anniversary. They're having a huge, you know, event. The, uh, the ambassador to the, you know, to Japan from the U.S. is going to be there. And they're kind of, they're getting ready to deal with protests. And, and a lot of them were peaceful, uh, but, and it kind of, Immediately, I started feeling nervous, you know. There weren't many Americans walking uh, around the, the memorial. I, I don't know if I saw a single one, but... Um, so there's this big structure. It's, a, it's like a concrete building. I, I, for, I forget exactly what it was used for, but it was basically ground zero. The, it, it just turned out that the bomb exploded right over this building and the building was made out of concrete it had a dome anything that was not at ground zero got completely flattened i mean it's terrible it just there's nothing there but based on where this was located it 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 didn't get blown you it, the blast came straight down and and somehow um you know based on physics this building survived and you weren't allowed to approach the building. There was fence, fencing all around it. But I learned all that by reading stuff that was that was available, like placards that talked about the situation or the track. I don't know how to describe it, but I was, you know, I, I really felt bad. I took pictures, you know, myself of the of the building and some of the other things around the in that area. There's a park. There's a you know, it's a park. Um, and I, I was, I wanted a picture of myself, but I, I was very scared to ask, you know, I, you know, I wasn't there, it was pride or, you know, there was you know, tens of thousands of people that died immediately and, 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 you know, projections were as high as, you know, a hundred to two hundred thousand that died 
um, of after, you know, total of After Effects. I mean, this, it was, it was, um, you know, it was, you know, there was guilt and, and my feelings were, you know, I had, my emotions were, were on, were on, were on an edge. And what I did was, I, <clears throat> I eventually got up to, I saw you know, somebody there, a couple there, and I said, please, can you pl please take a picture for me? And they, they did for me. Um, they, they took it, but it was... Yeah, in the show yesterday, they talked about the pilots and the, and the crew, and they said, did they know what they were doing? I said, yep, they knew. And they said, well, how, what were they told to do? And they said, well... Bank hard, like you when you after you drop a bank as hard you get out of there as far away as you can. Um and they they were able to see some of the crew were able to see what happened and they said it was very it was it was tough on them. Um but anyway, I just wanted to, it was it was one of these things that happened to me and I I don't know why it happened, but um it was it just was. It was sad, and it was. It was one of those things where you're, you're, you're not there with pride, or with, you know, you're, you're there res being respectful, and, and uh, it just happened that I was there on on the anniversary. Anyway, that's um, one one thing I wanted to talk about today. Uh, Another one. This is this is a, fu a funny one. Uh, so, I I was sleeping in the north area of Spokane, up uh, in country homes by you know, Hawthorne. I was basically I I locate near libraries. I mean, this is my goal. I I'm in downtown now. I come to the Central Library. I I initially when I got here, I. I located in uh, Shadow Park because of the library there, and I was frequenting the you know the North Spokane Library, and uh, I would always I was kind of wandering up to as north as Hastings, and you know it's you know, probably normally the, the further south I was going was where the Y would Newport and Division split, but. There was a time where I was walking, uh, walking south on Division uh, from Hastings to um, from Hastings to Hawthorne. A couple funny things. One, I was on the bridge where it, so there's the power lines that go over right, uh, and there's an underpass. You know, kind of like access roads to to homes that are in that area. And I'm on that bridge coming south, and this 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 uh, big you know cement truck comes across the bridge next to me, and you can tell when they're full because they have these extra wheels that they put down, and these extra wheels help them steer, and they also distribute the load more evenly. So that big these big wheels in the back of a dump of a cement truck, they're there to help them steer. Because if you have 50,000 pounds on these eight wheels that are going straight 
it, it's very difficult to steer. You get a lot of, it's called, uh, you're pushing. <laughs> the, the truck wants to push. You know, the front wheels don't want to turn because there's so much weight in the back. So what they do is they have wheels that in some cases are in the back of the truck that fold down and in the front. But anyway, this thing goes across the bridge <laughs> and the bridge is shaking, literally shaking. I mean, it's, it's probably designed to flex. I'm not saying it's dangerous, but I couldn't believe it. I'm like, damn. It was the only time a, 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 uh, I had a cement truck go by while I walked on that, that, that strip of road and then on that bridge. But anyway, so you're coming up over the hill, and you're getting close to to, uh, Hoth, to Hawthorne, and there's a bike shop on the right. <laughs> it's got all these signs that it puts up. You, old school, right? Now, this was in the digital sign. It's not fancy. And they have to, like, put the letters, you know, it's like manipulate the letters. Um, and I, I'm walking by one day, and it says, we have electric bikes. Buy one to to ride like you're in shape. <laughs> so I like I really appreciate that because I, I mean, I, I see every. It means all these new types of vehicles you can you can use, and then they're cool. I mean, there's skateboards that go 40 miles an hour. You know, you got the people standing on the single, um, uh, the single wheel that they, it, they lean forward and it goes. There's there's the, the ones that look like a skateboard, but they have a wheel in the middle. I'm like, you know, there's a lot of innovation going on in uh, alternatives to transportation you know, versus a bike, feet, or a car, uh, or a motorcycle even. Um, but so <laughs> I, was, I was joking around about you know, make, going, into the, going into the bike shop, and I'm not, it's, a good, it's good, right? It's alternative to... to um, to, to driving and, and you can get a lot off further. I mean, you can go to, you know, 15, 20 miles, like no problem. Um, the one thing that would be a challenge for me is it, you know, it's, they're heavy and I, you know, if you don't live in the first floor of a building, it's not going to, it's not like it's throw it over your shoulder and run upstairs. <laughs> These things are like six or 70 pounds <laughs> or can be uh, as far as I, that's what I've heard. I've never ridden one. So, but I, the joke I wrote is <laughs> somebody goes into his bike store and goes, hey, I want to buy one of those minimum effort bikes. <laughs> oh, the electric ones? Yeah, minimum effort. <laughs> I thought that was cute. Um, the, uh, but no, I'm not criticizing people to buy them because, as I said, it's, it's really cool. I mean, I, uh, I've never – I'll, I'll have to find a way to – uh, take a take a test drive of one. I want to circle back to some of these interviews that uh, David Lubenstein had, had has done, and I was debating whether to do it because I'm like that's their content, and I said, you know what, just comment on the takeaways you you had from some of these interviews. And so, Justice Kennedy, he was from Sacramento. Uh, he, I don't know what district that uh, federal judge ships for, <laughs> what district he was in as a federal judge, um, but he he uh, he was then you know nominated as a for the Supreme Court and, and he was you know, confirmed, but 
he was talking about the the um, the Constitution, and he said he said something like he was like it's about life, liberty, and the pursuit, and, and he said property, and everyone in the audience, people in the audience, said no happiness. <laughs> and he's saying no property. And I was like, it threw me off. I'm like, I didn't even follow up on it. But he said, that's, it was, it was, it was, that stuck with me. Uh, the, um, oh, he, when he interviewed Greenspan, you know, this guy was like, he was considered like, you know, a luminary and he, you know, he could do no wrong. And he asked him about the, uh, the deficit and all the issues with entitlements, you know, Social Security, Medicare, whatever, whatever, all these entitlements. And he's like, you know what? It, I, I wasn't going to have to deal with it. <laughs> he said, I was just kicking the can down the road. I mean, it was almost like he didn't feel like that was his responsibility. You know, his responsibility was to, you know, dictate monetary policy, um, you know, tightening or loosening a monetary policy and then, you know, keeping the economy growing and moving forward and, and, and not uh, facing, you know, significant recessions or depressions uh, and, and dealing with inflation. I don't know if he was considered a, a hawk or a dove, but he, uh, you know, he, 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 but he wasn't, he wasn't worried about this you know, looming bubble with respect to the entitlements. And he, he was honest about it. I was shocked. <laughs> he almost smiled when he said it. I think he did smile when he said, I was just kicking the can down the road. I couldn't believe it. Um, the one with, with with Tim Cook, there was a lot of stuff about privacy uh, and, and their commitment to pri- privacy. Uh, I think at the time, there's there's <laughs> it probably always will be uh, concerns about privacy. TikTok <laughs> is an example. Um the uh but yeah and he, he he talked about you know the passing of Steve Jobs and he said and this i i have this i have a really my i have a really strong theory about the essence of people and their how they are part of their dna is part of the products and the, the brands that are that are you know, projected out there to, uh, to, to the world to uh, garner interest in, and, 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 and gain customers. But in this case, they were like, they were asking him about how has it been since uh, Jobs has left. And he said, don't worry. We st- there's still plenty of Jobs DNA in, in this company. And I think, I, I thought to myself, I heard he was brutal. <laughs> like, if he didn't like something, he... You know, he was not, he didn't mince words. I'm like, oh, okay. So it's, sometimes people get chewed out (laughs) and leave meetings with their tail between their legs. Yep, that's exactly what it means. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But that that stuck with me from the interview. Um, The only other thing I'll say is I, I was, I was killing time at, at at an appointment and I, Somehow this article pops up. It says, uh, 
What's the key to happiness? <laughs> I'm like, well, I was thinking, you know what? It was by Steve Jobs. What, what are the? Th- it says, what are the th- the four questions to ask yourself, and and the answers will determine if you're happy. And I'm like, I don't need Steve Jobs telling me how to be happy. I wrote a book about it. <laughs> I, I I created my recipe. So I was a little bit snobby at first. I said, nope, I'm not looking at this article. I'm not doing it. I don't need him telling me. I already know. So he's, So I said, you know what? Just suck it up and read the, read the damn article, you know? Just read it. And I'm like, oh, man. If he, if, if he, if, if he like, trounces on everything I've said, uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll be pissed. Or, you know, if he gives me some new idea. You know, I mean, no, I, I, I'm, I'm confident enough in what I wrote and, and, and how it's been working for me that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the article. So the article is, I mean, it was, it was supposed to be four questions. There were only three. It's like, do you love what, you, what you're doing? Um, if today was the last day of your life, would you be doing what you're doing today? And then, I don't know. They were all along these, you know, these, these lines. Um, and I'm like, you know, I just, I mean, it, it was it, a little, the only problem is it's a little accusatory. Like, you know, not every day you go to work, you know, we, what would you rather be doing? I'd rather be with my family on a beach, you know, <laughs> like, of course, you know, on vacation or whatever. So it wasn't, it's. It meant, you know, love your job. And I think even um, Warren Buffett said, and it, that was in the article. This is really good advice, I think. Tap dance to work every day means be passionate about. And, you know, it's it's easy to say if you've got a lot of options. And I guess nowadays you do have a lot of options, but it was a little, it's a little bit you know, too idealistic. I mean, in, what I said was no matter what you're doing, here's some things that I do to stay happy, right? And, and, and even the conditions that I was living in, I was able to, I'm, I'm happy, you know? Not, I'm not, I shouldn't complain right now because I have a place to live, but when I was homeless, I stayed happy, you know? I, fig- I figured out a way to stay happy, and that was what my book was about. But I, it was good to read the article. I'm glad I didn't beg off and, and not, not fucking read it because I hate, at first I was like, uh, I'm not reading it. I, I don't need him telling me. But anyway, uh. The, I'll, I think I'll stop there. Let me see if there's something. This is a little bit hard to explain. This will this will be the last thing. So, the Great Seal of the United States is on the back of the. It's on the the back of the dollar or whatever side you want to call it, <laughs> the non George side, and. You know, it's got three, well, in God we trust, uh, out of many one, e pluris unum, annuus coptus, which means, which is, a, which, is, which is the spookiest one. Um, a, it means they favor our endeavor. Who's they? <laughs> I mean, it talks about, it means somebody, this, some things or some being or some beings that favor our endeavor. Anyway, that one's Aneoscopus. And then the last one is um, 
I'm going to screw it up. It means new world order. And that's part of the symbolism of the, of the field of stars at the top of the eagle. 13. It's a new constellation, essentially. Anyway, I, I was sitting at the Hastings bus stop, the Hastings parking ride. The, the last, as the buses leave, there's, there's a final uh, bus uh, uh, covered waiting area, right? One of those little cubbies for people to wait in. I was sitting there at night. And if you're sitting, you know, furthest to the north on the, on the seat uh, and looking south and looking at the shadows that are developed totally randomly by um, the, the structure. There's just some other items that are, that are creating reflections. It's incredible. I saw it. And I'm like, that's the Great Seal of the United States. It's got, its, it's got a pyramid. It's got sun rays. Uh, and, it's, and it's got an eagle, like a, an eagle-shaped uh, form. It was really impressive. So if you have a chance and you're there late at night, uh, go there and take a picture. I did. Uh, it's not perfect, but it really it's really damn close. I mean, it's got it's got the core elements of the Great Seal. And you know, I'm I'm I you know I've got a, these are things I notice. I pay attention a lot to symbolism and to you know the shapes that are created by light and by clouds by trees you know anything by, by the by the falls here uh, but uh yeah check it out i'll try to i'll i'll cre i'll try to add links to this stuff um to show and to maybe share that image but i hope you enjoyed this i uh i enjoyed talking about it uh, talking about these things there's more to come. There's just many, many more. And thank you for your time.